Hello everyone and welcome to Ask the Coach Show episode 4 from Ping Skills. I'm Jeff Plum and we've got Alois Rosero with us as always. Welcome Alois. Morning Jeff, how are you? Yeah, I'm very good, thank you. Now I think the, uh, the screen's showing you all the time there. And my screen's showing you all the time. Oh wow, that's interesting. So I wonder what we'll show on our show today. <laughs> Who knows? Um, but anyway, let's get on with the show. So we've got a number of questions for you. And um, first we've got a question from Table Tennis Guy. And he says, can you give me tips on the traditional pen hold backhand topspin? He's tried gripping the handle a little further from the face, curling my three fingers and twisting the paddle so the forehand side is facing down, but to no avail. Do you have any tips there on the traditional pen hold backhand, Alois? Yeah, so with the with the um, pen hole backhand and trying to do a top spin, it can be quite difficult because it's hard from in here. Um, so the idea is to start from outside your hip. I'll just get back a little bit. So start from outside your hip there and then have a bigger swing. So coming from there all the way through. Now trying to keep your bat the same angle um, as we do with a, a shake hand backhand from here and coming up that way. So with the pen hold just starting a little bit outside and coming up that way. So that's probably the easiest way to, uh, to do the pinhole backhand uh, with the traditional grip. Um, now I think Table Tennis Guy also said later on that he uses long pimples um, on the other side and that's why he can't do the um, reverse uh, backhand. So, uh, so yeah, Table Tennis Guy, so that's a tip for you. Okay, excellent. All right, now Justin has a question for us. And Justin says, I sometimes tend to lean back. So I sometimes tend to lean back when I loop or drive. I'm guessing it's a problem with me shifting weight from the right to left and instead keeping the weight on my right leg, forcing me to lean back to take the shot. He's not sure, though. So do you have any tips there, Alois, about uh, you know staying balanced and, and not leaning back on your shots? Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, that, that'll always be a question of your balance with your feet. So if your weight is on your back foot while you're hitting, then you're going to tend to lean backwards during your stroke as well. So it's really important to start to switch in and um, focus on where your balance is with your, with your feet. So if your balance is on this foot while you're playing your stroke, then you're going to tend to lean that way. If your balance is on this foot, then you're going to tend to lean that way. So when the ball actually hits your bat, you should have the balance fairly evenly on both feet so that you can you can be balanced, play your stroke, and then balance yourself again so you can move to wherever um, you need to for the next ball. So so that's the that's the basic idea there, Justin. Just um, just try to really focus on your balance with your feet. That's where it's all at. Mm. And that's a good point. And really, balance is the key to a number of areas of table tennis, isn't it? It is. Yeah. I mean, um, that's why that's why we focus so much on our footwork drills, um, just to start to get the feeling of the movement, start to get the feeling of that balance while you're playing shots, transferring between forehands, backhands, all those sorts of drills. So uh, yeah, balance is hugely important in table tennis. I mean, we often think about table tennis being this but it starts with your legs and your, your balance from the, from the ground. 
Yeah, and if you watch some of the top players in the world, you can really see that in their game, how well-balanced they are. Oh, I mean, it's, again, especially the, the top Chinese players, if you watch them when they're playing, it's unbelievable. Firstly, their leg strength and then their ability to stay balanced while they're playing unbelievably fast um, top spin strokes and, and being thrown out wide and then still being able to maintain their balance come back and play the next ball. I think that's one of the real differences between the top Chinese players and the rest of the world. Yes, certainly. So, um, Justin, work on your balance and everything else can develop from there. So, there's some good advice from Alice. Okay, so now we're going to move on to our third question of the day. And it's an interesting one. It's, it's from Meat Master. He says, can you say that drills are essential or are plenty of matches required to become a good table tennis player? All right. Well, really, um, to, to become good at table tennis, you have to have both of those features. You have to do drills because with the drills, you start to learn um, things like the balance that we just talked about in the previous question, um, being able to um, move correctly, being able to play your strokes and techniques correctly. When you throw yourself into a game situation straight away, you tend to forget about all of those things. Focus on the scoreboard and you might take some shortcuts, which might be good short term, but in the long run, they're not going to be helpful for you. So, so that's why doing drills, doing the practice is really important as well as playing matches. Now, Playing matches is also important. Don't just do drills all your life because then you'll never learn how to play a game, how to uh, how to put a point together, how to deal with the, the pressures and the, and the stresses of playing a game as well. So, so there needs to be a balance between that. So in our training drills, and we've got a free download of, um, of a training plan as well that you can set up for yourself, we give you a bit of an outline of what your training session should look like. And Usually, we'll finish your training session with about 20 minutes or so of gameplay. The rest of the time would be your um, skills, drills, um, footwork, uh, those sorts of things. Okay, excellent. I think, um, again, that's a, it's a really interesting question, and it's um, often balance is the answer. But um, So, Meat Master... Um, Practice your drills and play plenty of games. Okay, now um, Urtaza has asked us a question. Urtaza has said, if both sides of the blade have the same rubber glue to it, so say it's Axiom Vega Pro, um, can they both be the same colour because they're the same rubber or do they still need to be black and red? He wants to know the ITTF rules in this matter. Yeah, so uh, so you definitely have to have one side red and one side black. And it doesn't matter whether it's um, the same rubber, different rubber. It's just easier to standardise everything. And it's easier for the umpires, it's easier for players. So, um, yeah, the ITTF rule is that you do have to have the red and the black um, on both sides of the, of the racket. So, yeah, that's a simple one. Yes, that is a simple one, Alois. Now, um, 
We get a lot of the questions about the origins of that rule. Can you just tell us a little bit about the why you need to have red and black on uh, one on each side? Yeah, sure. So, um, so the the came about because you can have different coverings on each side of the racket. So, so players were using um, one really fast side and one slow side, like an anti-spin or something like that. And what they were doing is they were playing the first shot with the normal rubber, and then during their shot they would switch and play the next shot with the anti-spin rubber, and that was making it really difficult for the person at the other end to tell um, what kind of uh, shot was going to come over until the ball was, was coming at them. It was leading to a lot of what looked like um, really simple um, unforced errors, um, and it detracted from the spectacle of, uh, of the game of table tennis, so that's why they ended up making uh, making that rule so that you have to have a red and a black just gives your opponent a little bit more time to recognize what type of stroke is going to come across the net yeah and and like you said that's especially relevant when they're using um, an anti-spin or, a, or a, some kind of funny rubber like that yes yes well that uh, that wraps up our show for today I hope you've enjoyed the questions and the answers and uh, we'll be back again shortly in the meantime don't forget to check out our website www.pingskills.com thank you for watching and thank you Alois thanks Jeff good work <laughs>